This is Science Friday. I'm Ira Plato. You're familiar with robots, right? You've seen those big hulking bodies building cars, working in factories. They battle each other in the movies. Yeah, but there is now a growing field called softbotics. And these are thin, flexible materials closer to human skin than to a transformer. And there's been a breakthrough in this field. Softbotics can not only conduct electricity, but can heal itself from damage. Wow. So how could these materials be used? Joining me to talk about this is my guest, Dr. Kamel Majidi, Professor of Mechanical Engineering at Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Welcome to Science Friday. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Tell us what this material looks like. Describe it for us, please. This material is a, a pretty soft and, and almost gel-like substance. Um, it's uh, very stretchy. Uh, it has elastic properties. It's, it's kind of as soft as, as the softest uh, uh, natural biological tissue. So, so think even, even softer than skin. Uh, the material uh, is electrically conductive. Uh, it has very high conductivity, enough to power digital circuits or even motors. Uh, and it also has this uh, feature that it's self-healing. So if it ever gets damaged, if it gets torn, ruptured, punctured, uh, the material can uh, basically stick to itself it can, and refuse and restore its elasticity and also restore its electrical conductivity. We're not talking about that liquid metal like the Terminator does in the movie and gets back together and heals itself? Well, in a sense, that there are elements of, uh, of that in this material. Really? Um, yep. The, the material actually does uh, incorporate a, a type of liquid metal alloy. Uh, this is a eutectic blend of gallium and indium. Uh, so gallium and indium by themselves are, are solid at room temperature, but when you mix the two together, they form this eutectic where the alloy is liquid. Uh, and uh, the liquid metal basically allows the, the conductive pathways uh, within this material to quickly restore themselves, to, to heal themselves if, if it ever gets damaged and, and pressed back together. Uh, so we mix in that gallium indium liquid metal uh, along with silver flakes, uh, and all that is uh, suspended uh, within this polyvinyl alcohol gel. That sounds really cool. What, what makes it different from other softbotics? The, the key difference is the fact that it's self-healing. Um, so the material um, binds itself together through hydrogen bonds. Uh, so these are actually the same hydrogen bonds uh, that produce forces between water molecules. Uh, and so uh, these materials have a very high density of these hydrogen bonds. And, and when those bonds break, uh, they can readily form themselves back together upon contact. The other important novelty here uh, is that we're combining that, that mechanical or that elastic self-healing property with this electrical self-healing. Uh, so utilizing the liquid metal, we're able to get the electrical pathways to also instantaneously reform uh, anytime this material is, is ruptured. So just to be clear, so I understand this, when you say self-healing, you don't have to do anything to it, like put a Band-Aid on it or something and unite the parts together. It knows how to do that by itself? Right. Yeah. Just like uh, if you apply a, a tape to a, to a surface, it'll just readily wet uh, and, and stick. So, so this material has this uh, self-adhering type property. You don't have to apply heat. You don't have to do any special chemical treatment or s stitch the material together. Just bringing it back in contact with itself is enough to reform those bonds. And so how much can you, how much can you beat it up and still have it fix itself? Not that I'm advocating violence here. So I just wonder how much healing it can do. Well, pretty much the same wear and tear that natural biological tissue would, would undergo. Um, and so 
you know, definitely if, if you were to really run this through the ringer and, and obliterate the material and, and remove material, uh, you can permanently damage uh, the robotic system or, or the, the soft electronics. The idea here uh, more is to, to be able to create robots, machines, uh, electronics and just withstand pretty much the same wear and tear uh, that natural organisms have to, to encounter in their, in their daily activities. Um, and so uh, if you have your material rub up against the surface or, or just you know, make, make some uh, impact, you know, if there's a, a cut or a tear or basically a bruise with these materials, uh, they'll be able to restore uh, their connectivity. Uh, they can stay functional. Uh, anything beyond that, you would have to do more serious repairs uh, to, to the robot or, or to the circuit. And so what would the best uses for this material be? What applications do you see? There's a couple of applications that motivated us to, to look at this. Um, one of the primary motivations was actually to make electronics that are soft uh, and stretchable and that can adhere to the body, basically function as a as a second skin or as an electronic sticker uh, that could be used to, uh, say, monitor um, the physiological health. Um, so the gel that we use is very similar uh, to the gels that are used uh, for medical devices that monitor cardiac activity or, or muscle activity. Uh, the challenge with those, though, is that those materials uh, require being uh, wired up to some external hardware, and so you can only perform those measurements within a clinical setting. With these materials, the idea is that you can stick these materials to your body and use them outside of a clinical setting. Uh, they can monitor your, your heart rate, your cardiac activity. They can monitor your muscle activity, um, and uh, they can withstand the same wear and tear that, you know, you, you just encounter on, on, a, on a daily basis. And so, you know, if these materials get torn or ruptured, uh, they can refuse back together and they can provide those, those continuous electrical measurements. Um, another big application of these uh, materials, or I should say another potential application of these materials is to use them as artificial skin and artificial nervous tissue for a next generation of soft and biologically inspired robots. So imagine robots and machines um, that uh, mimic, say, a snail uh, or an octopus or, say, a lizard uh, in their ability to um, maneuver in, in environments, deform, squeeze through confined spaces. When we shift from kind of more conventional robotic systems to these softer or more biologically uh, inspired robots, we no longer have the luxury of encasing or, or, or protecting all of the delicate electronics and soft materials within a hard case. Um, so it's important that we make those materials robust uh, so that they can withstand the, the types of uh, impacts and mechanical loading that, say, a natural organism uh, would experience. And just like with natural organisms that can um, heal themselves and, and, and repair any kind of damage or cuts, we'd want those same properties in these soft robotic materials as well. So the soft robotic material could squeeze itself into tight places searching for people or something, and then if it gets injured, it could heal itself at the same time. That's exactly it. Um, I mean, one application of these soft robots would be to explore areas that wouldn't be practical or, or safe, say for a human or, or for a more conventional, bulkier robotic system. Um, you could imagine having these uh, robots in, in aquatic environments uh, or in, in uh, dry environments where they could do water quality testing, or they could uh, monitor air quality. Um, you could use them to assist in, in say, search and rescue operations. So, so that's, yeah, exactly. That, that, that's the idea with these robotic systems. Wow, this, this whole field of soft robotics, it's just like a game changer, it sounds. 
there is that potential. Um, this is something that's exciting for us and a lot of uh, other researchers uh, out there because we do see a lot of transformative potential with softbotics. So by virtue of, of taking the hard case uh, off of robotic systems, engineering them out of materials that are soft and deformable and have these self-healing properties, uh, it truly can um, really change how we use robotics in our everyday lives. Could it be used in the in the medical field, for example, in in better prosthetics that have better sensory touch and 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 knowing where things are? Definitely, uh, one of the big motivators, actually, in this uh, field of, of softbotics, is to create robotic systems that are wearable uh, that could be used for human motor assistance uh, and could also potentially be used as prosthetics. Um, and so there, there's a lot of challenges there with engineering robotic systems that can match a lot of the same mechanical and functional properties of our biological tissue and our limbs and our organs. Uh, and so that re remains one of the big challenges within the field. This material that, that we worked on uh, with combining uh, soft and stretchable elasticity with electrical conductivity with, with self-healing, this represents just one basic step. This material represents just one basic building block for those more complex systems that could eventually function as a uh, as a soft prosthetic or some type of assistive device. I'm going to give you the Science Friday blank check question. Not that I have one in my back pocket here, but if you could think, you know, uh, about the future and something that you would love to develop, but it, but it would take some kind of real money and, and, and resources, where where would that go? What's something that you would really like to see happen or something you could really use? I mean, one dream in the field, one big grand challenge uh, is if we could use these softbotic materials to engineer something like a robot hand that had the same degree of dexterity, the same degree of, of sensing capability that a natural human hand does. We could produce that using these materials that could be printable, that could seamlessly integrate uh, together uh, a material that uh, would be lightweight uh, that you could actually use as a prosthetic uh, or put uh, on, say, mount to an arm of a robot. Uh, that would be one of the big dreams. And that's something actually that currently uh, I'm, I'm looking to pursue with, with collaborators uh, across multiple different universities. This re does represent one of the big grand challenges in the field. Sounds great. Well, you'll come back and tell us about it when you do, okay? I, I, I hope to do so. Thank you for taking time to be with us today. Thank you. Dr. Carmel Majidi, Professor of Mechanical Engineering at Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is Science Friday from WNYC Studios.